0: Cody Decker, first baseman, third baseman, catcher, left fielder, right fielder, DH, pinch hitter, all-around handsome guy. On 6'7", the score. Fastball high in the air, deep left field. This game is tied. Cody Decker with career home run number 200. If they're unwritten rules, why aren't they written? Because they're not (laughs) rules. And now it's time for down the line with former Major Leaguer Cody Decker on six seventy the Score an Odyssey station, presented by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Welcome, 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 Chicago. It is Tuesday night, and we got so much to cover in so little time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's down the line with Cody Decker brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino home of the world's largest sports book. And you notice that I will talk about Circa quite a bit. And you know why I talk about it quite a bit? Not only because they sponsor the show, because it place is sweet. If you are a sports fan, gambling fan, any type of fan, the place is candy land for you. you got to get out to Vegas, Chicago, and check out Circa. Guys, down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Sports. we got a lot to cover today. We're going to talk a little bit about the sticky stuff, guys. We finally are going to get into it, and I have a solution to the problem. A solution that I don't think anybody's really thought of yet. But you better believe we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about the Cubs. We're going to recap a little bit of that Dodgers-Padres game last night and what the lines look like tonight. But guys, let's just get started right out the gate right here in Chicago. White Sox tonight taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. It drives me insane that we're still in a position where we don't have a universal DH and we're putting American League pitchers in a position that they actually have to get in the batter's box and hit. Lucas Giolito is going to be one of the richest pitchers in Major League Baseball. And I'd like him to be a White sock forever. I'd like him to never get hurt. I don't want him in the batter's box. In fact, I truly think that Lucas Giolito tonight should not take a single at-bat in the batter's box without being covered entirely with bubble wrap. By the way, I'm not here by myself over there in Chicago. My man Brandon is going to sit here and absolutely remind you that everything I say is pure genius. Brandon, how you doing, baby? I'm good. How you feeling? Oh, you know, just sitting here actually basking in my own brilliance. I see it. I see it. I, I see Ryan? the brilliance. I, I see the aura just around you right now. <laughs> Well, guys, we got Lucas Giolito pitching tonight. Game is just about to start in about one minute. Um, You know, the lines look a little interesting, obviously. The White Sox heavily favored in this game, but what I haven't liked lately is their bats. Ever since they went over to Houston, offense has been a little anemic. You know what you're going to get out of Lucas Giolito, but there is a bit of a controversy, if you can even call it that. You know, Tony La not playing Yasmani Grandal tonight. Catching Zach Collins, and I know a lot of people are complaining about Zach Collins splits and how he hits against lefties. But keep in mind, we're talking about sample sizes here. Zach Collins only has like 98 at bats this season. He only has 28 at bats against lefties. Yeah, he's hitting 170 against lefties, but he's only hitting 242 against righties. Yes, Yasmani Grandal is an all-star this year. I don't like bringing up batting averages because Yasmani Grandal is hitting 1. 150 ever, and I'm not kidding. This is not in jest. This is not to make fun of anything. Yasmani Grandal's OBP has been great. He has been an absolute dynamic player offensively for this team. So taking him out of the lineup does hurt. But I want you to look back at Yasmani Grandal's full career. Think about him with the Dodgers when he's making those multiple all-star runs with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Who was the best pitcher in the world at the time? It was Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw still in the top 20 in the world, but at the time he was a hard number 1 in all of baseball, was Clayton Kershaw. Who caught Clayton Kershaw during those 30 home run All-Star years? Cuz it wasn't Yasmani Grandal. It was always AJ Ellis. The Dodgers in the playoffs would play Austin Barnes or AJ Ellis over Yasmani Grandal. They'd sat their 35 home run hitter just to have a different catcher back there that works a little better with their ace. Now, am I saying that You know, Lucas Giolito can't work with Randolph. Of course he can. But there is a small sample size where two of those games have absolutely blown up in the wrong direction. Does it affect the rest of the sample size? Yes, it does. But we can't pretend those two games didn't happen. If that was the case, then I would have hit 700 my entire career. I'm just not counting the home runs. I'm just not going to count those strikeouts that I had, those pesky little strikeouts. If it weren't for those strikeouts, I hit 850 and I'm a Hall of Famer. Unfortunately, we don't get to pick and choose our stats. I think Yasmani Grandal is a hell of a player, and I think what he brings to that offense is a lot. But they are playing against the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's not exactly a team that we're really worried that's going to put up a 10 spot against Lucas Giolito. Can they? Yes. I really hope to God I'm not eating my words in one hour. Well, and deck too. I mean, Collins in June is batting 364, 440, and a 445 slugging. So this is the best he's looked so far in a White Sox uniform this year. And Grandal is a guy that doesn't hit as well as he does right handed so it's just you you're going you're going to want to at least get Collins whenever you can get him in Yes, and we, we can't also pretend that Yasmani isn't a little banged up. He is. He's had some knee issues. He's had some mobility issues back there. You know, it's not that he's not a good catcher. Of course he is. He's going to be an all-star this year. But any chance you can to get him out from behind the plate, you got to try and do it. It sucks that there's no DH available. I'd love to have Yasmani Grandal available to DH today. Unfortunately, we're not in a perfect world because Major League Baseball can't look at a National League DH unless it's used as a bargaining chip for some reason. Don't know why. They want it. The players want it. The fans Fans want it, and don't sit here and say Jacob deGrom is hitting 450. I don't want to hear it. Jacob deGrom, yes, he's amazing, but if you lose Jacob deGrom because he swung the bat and had an awkward swing and he was out for the rest of the year, how are you going to feel about that, Mets fans? How are you going to feel about that, baseball fans? I would lose my mind if we lost Jacob deGrom. By the way, I did a little bit of research today. You know that I've actually hit Jacob deGrom really well in my career? Three hits, two doubles, no big deal. How many at-bats? About five. So I'm hitting over 500, baby. Granted, this was 2013 and 14. I don't care if he was a different guy at the time, just like in 2009 when I won an MVP award over Mike Trout. I don't care if I was 22 and he was 16. I won that award. He doesn't get it back. Yes, it is a marathon, not a sprint, and he has about four MVP awards in the American League. But, you know, he doesn't have the AZL award And now his 2009. fastball is as fast as his changeup. Like, his fastball back then when you were facing him is as fast as his changeup. I do not appreciate you crapping all over my accomplishments. I feel like now we should put that in the open. like you, oh, yes. the, the Trout and and we got to put the DeGrom in there. We oh, just a, couple, in the now. just a couple of them losers who couldn't keep up with a scrub like me back in the old days. I think they're doing just fine. I've never hit a ball over a fence, so you got me beat there. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're listening to 670 The Score. Down the line with Cody Decker brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino, the home of the world's largest sports book. Let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about the Dodgers and Padres, guys. We talked about it at length yesterday because how can you not? If you're a baseball fan, you're not paying attention to what the Dodgers and Padres are doing this year. You are just not paying attention to baseball. It is the World Series in June. And last night was one of the very few times I've seen the lines against the Dodgers. They definitely thought Hugh Darvish was going to absolutely shove against the Dodgers. And they were right. But in good conscience, I still cannot suggest anyone betting against the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think you're an insane person to do it, but tonight's lines are a little bit different. Clayton Kershaw, Blake Snell, Dodgers are favored. Negative 115, Snell, plus 105. What to expect from tonight's game if you if if last night is anything go off of those offense that 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 San Diego stadium is ready to go off again booing the hell out of the Dodgers it, it felt like a World Series game last night it was a blast to watch after you're done watching your Cubs and White Sox tonight guys you gotta watch the Dodgers and Padres you got to. it's it is truly October baseball in June Padres have the series this season they've won more games than the Dodgers in that series But I am not going against Clayton Kershaw. I really think it's an evenly matched-up game. But here's the big thing. Over-under. Seven and a half runs. Well, that would have come in huge last night. I would take the over yet again over there in San Diego. Seven and a half runs is not going to be contained in Petco Park tonight. I'm expecting a higher-scoring affair. I'm expecting the Dodgers to come out of the woodwork and swing it. Especially against Blake Snell. There's a lot of bad blood going on over there, and I dig it. And if you're a baseball fan, you should dig it, too. 670 the score down the line with Cody Decker brought to you by Circa Resort Casino Las Vegas home of the world's largest sports book guys let's get to the Cubs let's talk about this last night I told you I was a little little perturbed that the Cleveland Indians were so heavily set as the underdog by the Las Vegas odds tonight is no exception once again The Cubs are heavily favored in tonight's game, which, again, is surprising me. I know they got Kyle Hendricks on the mound. I love Kyle Hendricks. Love watching the guy work. But those Cubs bats have not impressed me for the last week. And I know they haven't impressed you either, Chicago. How can they? They've been anemic. Then you saw Javi Baez last night, forgetting how many outs there are. Now, I'm not going to sit here and make fun of Javi Baez. It happens, man. We've all been there. I've been in a game where I thought there was less than two outs, and I tried to throw a ball into the stands. And I missed. It went off the top of the wall. By the way, bases were loaded. And because I didn't throw it over the fence, all three runs scored. And I believe the announcer said, and I quote, Decker's inability to not throw the ball over the fence cost the missions another run. And he nailed it. I absolutely did. That was so terrible. It's the worst moment of my entire life, and I bet Javi Baez experienced one of the worst moments of his life last night. Got benched in the fourth inning, and of course that hurt me in a certain way. I told you, you probably shouldn't take the Cubs last night. I suggested taking the over, and the moment Javi Baez came out on the fourth inning, I immediately thought, well, there goes my over. But how does he react to this? How does he respond to this? How do players even respond to being benched? I've been benched many times, but it normally happened in college. College baseball is, you know, you, it's basically head coaches and assistant coaches with joysticks, and they just pretend that you're a video game, and you have to do every single thing. You can't even breathe without your head coach's approval in college baseball. It's honestly a frustrating game to watch and play in college. But to see a guy get benched like that on national television by his ex-teammate, I mean, it's, it was quite a move. Javi looked like he responded okay, but, you know, that's tough. That's tough. How will he come back from that? Will he learn from it? I've only met Javi Baez a couple of times, and one time I remember he was talking to Jeff Francoeur, who was a teammate of mine at the time, and he was asking Jeff for a lot of advice. He says, I know I'm young, and I know I'm doing a lot. And I was, like, blown away by that. The guy, just, the guy had a lot of swag. He was young. He was powerful. He was dynamic. But he was just asking veterans, like, how do I conduct myself? While still kind of being pretty sweet. <laughs> and I thought that was awesome. I am expecting Javi Baez to bounce back right away. He should. He can. He's one of the best in baseball. He's a lightning rod for that team. He's a lightning rod for that offense. You take Javi Baez out of that offense, even not even just now, just in the last couple of years, it's not the same team. It's just not. And you saw it immediately on defense because the very first play was a soft ground ball up the middle, and Alcantara made it, tried to make a good play, didn't quite finish the play. Javi Baez makes that play. And it's amazing that it happened immediately. This is what the game does to you, man. It exposes you quick, and it sucks that it happened to Javi Baez. Tonight, the Cubs are favored negative 196. In good conscience, I can't tell you to take that. I don't like where their bats are at. I just don't. And... Based on that home run that Josh Naylor hit last night, it's not like the ball ain't flying a little bit because that ball was hit. That ball was touched. I love the fact that Josh Naylor doesn't wear batting gloves, by the way. Fires me up. Favorite player who didn't wear batting gloves? Mine was Jason Kendall. Mine was Gary Gaetti because he also didn't wear ear flaps. Last guy in baseball that didn't wear ear flaps, Gary Gaetti. That is a top-notch trivia question. You're welcome, everyone, for that useless information. That will be in your head for the rest of your life. You're going to be sitting there with a flat tire, and someone's going to be like, God, I can't get this flat, re- oh, my car is destroyed, my life is over. Does anyone know who the last guy who didn't wear ear flaps was? And you're going to be right there being like, it was Gary Gaetti," And you're going to be the hero of that afternoon. You're welcome. Completely useless, useless information. See, you get information that's useful and useless here on Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circus Sports and Resort. Oh, man. But tonight's game, Cubs, I don't like it. I think the Indians have them. I think the Indians are, quite frankly, a better team. Even with Kyle Hendricks on the mound. Do I think Kyle Hendricks gave up a lot of runs? No, I don't. I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair. I do think that the under is going to come in big tonight because the the over-under is set at eight and a half runs. I think the under is a very safe card to bet tonight. But I don't feel good about picking the Chicago Cubs tonight. I just do not. Until they show me something different. I don't feel good about it. Now let's get to something that we really, really need to talk about. Down the line, Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Once again, guys, check out Circa. It's amazing. I'm really hoping to do some shows from there. Talk a little bit of baseball from that pool. I'm going to look sweet. Let's talk about the thing that's taken over baseball. Let's talk about the quote-unquote sticky stuff. I hate the fact that everything is being lumped over the same thing. Because here's the thing about everything in baseball. Anytime there's a rule change in baseball, anytime something happens, it's never black and white. It's never, ever, 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 ever black and white. It is multiple shades of gray. But there sure as hell has never been a black and white scenario that I can think of in Major League Baseball. Think about the steroid era. Think about all those players in the 90s. Think about everyone's making Barry Bonds the pariah of the entire era. They all did it. But we're going to point at Barry Bonds okay, we'll point at Barry Bonds. We'll point at Mark McGuire. We'll point at Sammy Sosa because these guys put up the biggest numbers. What about the guys that didn't put up huge numbers? What about the guys that were just the run-of-the-mill ball players that were also taking steroids? We give them a free pass, do we not? Well, they had to because if they didn't, they couldn't compete with the guys like Barry Bonds and all that. But how is that justifiable? I don't understand picking and choosing who to be punished for a full era. So right now, we're in this situation right now, this quote-unquote sticky situation where guys are using spider tech. They're using pelican. They're using simple rudimentary things like sunscreen and rosin, which, by the way, the three things I just mentioned. Spider tech, pelican, sunscreen, and rosin. One does not belong in this sentence, period. Sunscreen and rosin? We've already proven that it does nothing to the baseball. It's just simply for grip. You heard Tyler Glass now last week talk about how he truly thinks taking away sunscreen and rosin has caused an injury. And by the way, the people that snickered at that, he's not wrong. He's 100% right. Anytime you have somebody that is throwing his heart is 98 to 101 and you're taking away something on their fingertips that changes the amount of pressure they have to put on the ball, changes the grip on the ball. Something that has been known about forever, by the way. Are we just pretending that they all just got spider tack this month? They had spider tack in every dugout I'd been in for the last 10 years of my career. When I was a catcher, and I would catch quite often, I probably caught maybe 60 games in my career. Not crazy, but I had pine tar in my mitt. Depends who was pitching. Some wanted a little bit of extra, some didn't. A ball in the dirt, I tried my best to get that ball back to my pitcher as quick as I possibly could. Why did I do that? Because it had a little scuff on it. Didn't want the umpire to know about it. I had a little frayed piece of plastic on the side of my shin guard I would rub a seam against to try and break up the seam a little bit for my pitcher to give him a little more break on pitches. That's just part of the game. And by the way, players are taught how to do that by baseball. So why is it okay until you determine that it's not? And now all these greedy players just doing what they're told. I don't get it. Is it just distraction because Major League Baseball keeps changing the balls and it keeps changing how drastic the numbers go from year to year? In 2019, we played with a golf ball. It was embarrassing. I could breathe on it and I'd hit a double. This year, they're throwing wiffle balls at me. Granted, I'm not in there. Thank God. Can you imagine me trying to face Jacob DeGrom right now? I'm good. I'm good. I'll just have – I'll live in my glory days in 2013 when I hit two doubles off the guy back when he topped out at 94. Now he's topping out at 104. I'm good. But here's my issue with this whole thing. My biggest issue. It's not just the blanket rule, which the blanket rule makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. It almost comes out to me at this point that either Rob Manfred, somebody's told Rob Manfred this was a good thing to do, and it's either someone told him to do it and they were a complete idiot, or they're absolutely trying to sabotage Rob Manfred. It's really the only two options I can come up with. Because making this rule, making umpires go out there and be judge, jury, and executioner, Angel Hernandez can't even call balls and strikes. You want him to start checking equipment? Guy's right 75% of the time. Well, what, is he going to throw out one-fourth of the pitchers because he thinks something might be shiny? I don't trust Angel Hernandez. CB Buckner once called me out on strikes on a pitch-out. I don't want C.B. Buckner doing this. And by the way, watching it yesterday, the umpires want to do this even less than the players do. So I honestly feel bad for the umpires. What's the solution? I have a solving thing for everything. I know how we can solve this entire thing. They already announced the rules. Immediately, you get caught, you're suspended for 10 days. 10 games, you are paid, but you are suspended for 10 games. This is what every pitcher should do because you're not allowed, apparently, say, say, I'm going to give a hypothetical, say Dylan Cease gets caught doctoring the baseball, whether he did or not. Let's just say hypothetically. He's out for 10 games. The White Sox can't replace him with another pitcher. So now we're also going to be taxing the rest of the pitchers on the staff. And by the way, injuries right now are through the roof. Yeah, that sounds like a great safety idea. But let's forget about that. Let's just say that happens. This is what every pitcher should do. I think every pitcher in baseball should go up to the mound with a bottle of spider tack in their back pocket. Get on the mound. Undo the cap. Dip your fingers in it. Grab the baseball. Get tossed. Next pitcher comes in, does the exact same thing. Next guy comes in, assembly line it. Do it all. Everyone in baseball does this. And we will have no pitchers in Major League Baseball. And Rob Manfred, what are you going to do then? I checked with five separate front office people. They all agreed, based on how the how the rule is written, baseball would be screwed. Do it! Do it right now! You want to embarrass Rob Maverick? You want to embarrass Major League Baseball? Do that. That will absolutely kill the game for at least three days. Is it the smart thing in the long, grand scheme of baseball? No. Will it make me laugh? You bet your ass it will at the end of the day, that's all I really care about. Do I want to watch great, inc- exciting baseball? Yes. Nothing more exciting than a bunch of position players throwing 43 miles per hour. Let's turn baseball for one week into slow-pitch softball. Why not? It's based on the rules you just gave us, Major League Baseball. This is a long way of me saying that these rules are stupid. And everyone that's actually implementing these rules I'm, e- are either stupid or just insane. Because Right there, I already put a serious, serious flaw in your entire system. I just ruined your new rules. It shouldn't be that easy. You might want to make that a little more airtight. And you might want to start specifying what is legal and what is not. And might want to start giving some reasons. How about a press conference? That would make me happy. Guys, this has been Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa. Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' newest entertainment destination. Bet with the pros at the world's largest sports book at Circa Sports. Guys, that's it for me. Stick around, but you got some Cubs, and hopefully those Cubs are going to be proving me wrong immediately. That's it for me. I'll see you guys on Thursday. That's all for Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Sports. Beat it. I see you soon, baby.